Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and I am sorry that uh, we had a bit of a problem getting on there at the beginning. Um, I was calling for my cell phone, and I hit a wrong button, but hopefully we're we're all together now. Welcome to Trundle Bed Tales Radio, where we're talking about day two of my trip to Pepin. And one thing about this Loring with Wilder event is that it tends to get off to kind of a little bit of a slow start. So don't worry about trying to be here absolutely first thing in the morning. Um, it really, most things don't open till 9, and some things don't even open till 10. So bear that in mind and judge your day accordingly. Uh, there was a lot of fog here this morning, and it just it did end up being kind of a slow start, but we ended up with a really busy day. There were a ton of people here, and... I just think it was um, a, just much busier than it, it seemed to be normally everywhere I went. So I'm very glad that they're having such a good turnout. Now, one of the things that I, I got to do this morning is I got asked to judge the traditional craftsmen demonstrators. So I got to look for somebody with the best uh, outfit somebody who is doing the best presentation and the someone with the best overall setup. And it was really a hard choice. Um, I went through four times today, so we kind of got a different chance to see him at different times. And I really have to say that overall I am very impressed with the traditional craft people. I think that anybody who comes to Laura Days uh, really should... Um, pay attention and make sure that you get over to that area because it is well worth it to to get a look. The one that ended up having, winning the best display actually had some live goats they brought with them doing a milking demonstration just like Elmanzo did later in life. So I, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, then... Uh, one of the things that I did fairly early was take a, a cruise through the craft people. Now, they're working on upgrading the craft area. They're trying to have more um, handmade, one-of-a-kind, kind of a higher quality, more artistic things rather than things that you can buy in bulk from China. So I really think they've done a nice job on upgrading that. There were fewer craftsmen, craft people, I think, this year, but overall better quality stuff. And uh, if you are a craft person, they are certainly looking for you if you uh, do your own things, and I'm sure they'd love to have you out here 
with a booth on the uh, in the crafts area, which is in the small Floring with Walder Park parking lot right in front of the historic sign and the Depot Museum. Now, I wanted to, I headed over to the Depot Museum fairly early too because I somehow, over the winter when I was trying to find some pictures of Depot, didn't have a lot of luck finding them, which was kind of odd because I know I've taken some before, but um, I wanted to make sure I got some this time so that I had them. And uh, it was the, always good to get that bunches of kids around that too, climbing on all the train stuff in front. Um, and got there were a couple uh, older pictures of the depot that I hadn't uh, gotten a chance to get a, a look at before. And, uh, a couple really nice ones showing the depot in its original location, which was, of course, down by the lake. Um, another thing that I got to do that was kind of different was they actually had a reporter here from Japan. And the publication she works for is a sort of country lifestyle uh, kind of magazine. And she's going to be doing a six to eight page feature with photos of Pepin's uh, Laura Days and um, talking about it. And she wants to kind of, they're trying to tie the, the, um, connection of, you know, pioneers starting with not much and going on uh, to the people trying to rebuild after the tsunami. So I think it's an interesting take and, um, of course, they'll be written in Japanese, so I probably won't be able to read it ever, but I, I think it's good to be getting some international press. And I also uh, later on ran in or got met up with uh, Nicole Ozinga from the Loring of Wilder Museum in Walnut Grove, and she tells me they also have gotten uh, in some uh, international press lately. Apparently, there's two competing Japanese quilt magazines, and they both have done articles on the museum in Walnut Grove, and they she has going to next week be talking to someone from an Italian publication. So... I think it's great to be getting some international publicity for Laura Ingalls Wilder. So anyway, I met up with um, this uh, reporter and her photographer, and we did. Uh, I did kind of a introduction oriented to various things going on around and kind of get them started. Uh, one of the things that we did at, at the craft people, I got to talk a man, Dave Johnson, who got to go down to Mansfield and do the measurements for a replica of Laura's lap desk, and he has a rather interesting theory about exactly where the $100 bill got lost. And I got a little video of him talking about that, and I was originally going to just drop in with sort of my video diary, but now it's going to be its own video because it was very interesting. Now, There's a permanent main stage on one end of the park, and they had various things going on there during the day. There was the spelling bee. They had, um, and then, of course, that's where the Little Miss Laura contest is. It's a big event here in Pepin. You know, as I was talking, so, telling several people today, it just seems like there's a lot more kids in Pepin 
proportionately than than there are in uh, the lore, other lore events. But there's a lot of kids around. It's, it's got a nice, friendly, uh, family-friendly feeling to the Puppin event. Um, after Little Miss Laura, I presented on the main stage. I did my packing up program without the slides, and I think it went really well. And then I also had some time to uh, answer questions in the audience, which I think is really good because uh, it's good to have uh, a place where people can ask questions about Laura at an event like this. And as usual, I got some interesting questions. I think probably the most interesting one I got uh, after the program Somebody asked me what caliber Laura's revolver was, so I guess I've got a new quest to try and find that out. Uh, and then after I got off of that, there was uh, the fiddle contest was going on, and that's always really lovely. The cabin is, as usual, taken over by the Plum Creek Quilters. They do quilt storytelling and quilt display and a hands-on sew your own quilt block, and uh, it all seemed to be going well. It was very busy up there, and uh, Nicole, that's actually where I ran into her first. She was over here uh, helping do some um, of the reading and, and storytelling of the, the quilt at the cabin. And then when we, I ran into her again afterwards, and well, after I finished doing my program, and uh, we kind of went around and hit the sites and talked to people and um, introduced her around. I think we got uh, a lot of interesting things. And lots of people looking forward to Laura Palooza. And there was one entire family here wearing Laura Palooza t-shirts. So I was glad to see that. Um, one of the last things that I got to, to do today was I headed over to the museum. Hasn't changed a lot since the last time I was there, but apparently it was uh, supposed to have... They've, They've gotten a budget to put an addition on the museum that has public restrooms. And they were originally hoping to get that done this summer. It doesn't look like it now. But I think that just would be a wonderful thing to be able to finally have some restrooms at the museum. And they need more space. So I think that's a good thing. And I, I hope they actually get that done. Uh, for where I was going to go have supper, I uh, oh, for lunch I stopped at Laura's Vittle House which cracks me up every time I see it, that the food tent that's actually sponsored by the Laura Ingalls Walder Days Committee and all profits go back into the event. Then um, for supper, I was going to eat at the Pickle Factory, which is one of my favorite restaurants in town, and it was so busy. There was literally not one empty table, so I gave up on that and came up here to the Homemade Cafe, which uh, has, I've discovered this trip has, the best iced tea of any place that I have found in Pepin. So if you like iced tea, be sure you stop by that. I had um, a California BLT, which had some kind of different cheese on it, and avocado in addition to the bacon, lettuce, tomatoes, and good bread, good homemade bread. Uh, and then apparently they make their own tortilla chips, but I went with the fries and, of course, some of that wonderful iced tea. And then they've got all sorts of desserts. So... Um, it seems like a, a nice place to go. In fact, I would have a hard time picking between going there for a dessert and going to get a malt over by the Garden Club. So if you just want dessert even, there's plenty of places to choose here in Pepin. 
Now, the last event of the night is the Twilight Demonstration over in the Crafters. They do that every year. Um, they have uh, they do more of their demonstrating by candlelight, and it really is very pretty. And then they always have a band uh, that does old-fashioned music. This time they seem to... Um, consider old-fashioned, maybe 1920s and 1940s rather than 19th century music. But it was very pretty and uh, ran into some of the people I saw earlier in the day. Say they enjoyed the program. Lots of people asking follow-up questions later. So hopefully that uh, some of them will be soon listening to our podcast here and we'll be picking up some of the other uh, Laura events. And we're always welcome. Uh, we always want to welcome new Laura fans and to help spread the word for all the events that are going on in Laura Ingalls Wilder fandom because it seems like there's more all the time. Now, I also want to uh, remind everybody uh, very quickly that um, you can any you can watch these this page, the Blog Talk Radio page, and also from my blog and from my website to find the links for upcoming episodes. Depending what I do tomorrow, I may do one more podcast. I'm going to try to do um, the video of Dave Johnson sometime real soon, so be sure to check my YouTube channel too. Thank you for tuning in to our roving report. Sorry about the the silence at the beginning, and I hope that you enjoyed the rest of the show. And... Um, Depending on what happens tomorrow, we may have one more. So thank you very much. Have a great day. <laughs>